Back by popular demand, you asked for it. <laughs> well, you get it. This is the RR Show, episode 214, and as requested, we have a skin-crawling story for you today, coming in from r slash no sleep. So grab your tea, grab your popcorn, settle in, and get ready for this story from Point of No Return. Every night, my girlfriend wakes up and tells me the exact same joke. Now streaming, only on Disney+. Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Swift Vieira's Tour, Taylor's version, with four additional acoustic songs. Now streaming only on Disney+. Plus. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Before I start, I feel like I should make something very clear. I absolutely love Alan. We've been living together for about three years now, but have known each other our whole lives. In fact, we were childhood friends. And I know this may sound like a fairy tale to some people, but it truly felt like we were always destined to be together. Even after graduation, when we started dating other people, it only felt truly right when we were with each other. So I don't know what took me so long to ask her out, but I am really glad that I did. We have the same taste in music, movies, and even food. We laugh at the same dumb jokes, and we know exactly how to comfort each other in times of need. She's the kindest, most gentle, and loving girl I've ever met. We've even been talking about our plans for marriage and how we'd like to have kids of our own. That's why it hurts so much how it all went terribly wrong. In just four nights. I would also like to preface that Ellen doesn't have much of a family other than me and some very distant aunts that she's never met and doesn't even know their names. I was born in a big family with four siblings and plenty of cousins that are always visiting and even helping out when we got into trouble. Ellen has none of that. She doesn't have any siblings, and her father was an alcoholic, abusive freak that died when she was young. Her mother was a very kind and inspiring person that took care of the family by herself for many years, and almost a second mother to myself. So when she passed away last year, it hurt both of us for a long time. But Ellen stayed strong, She's not the type to let her feelings easily surface, so you got to be a lot more perceptive to get what she truly feels. I used to pride myself in being capable of that. I felt like I knew her better than I knew myself. That's why this is so strange and, frankly, terrifying. We were sleeping in bed, and I was dreaming. 
I don't really remember what it was about, but for some reason I'm sure of it. Until I heard her voice very close to my ear. Knock, 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 knock. She was caressing my hair gently while sitting in bed and looking below at me. I slowly opened my eyes, groggy from sleep. Hey, what is it, baby? She kept looking at me, fixated and repeated, Knock, 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 knock. I glanced at the digital clock on top of the dresser. 3.27am. I had work in just a few hours. What is it, Ellen? She paused. Please, answer the joke, dear. Knock, 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 knock. Fine. I accepted mostly because I was expecting some kind of surprise. Ellen wasn't the type to do what she was doing for no reason. Who's there? Her smile opened up and she answered, Not me. So don't answer the door. I kept looking at her dumbfounded. What was that supposed to mean? Is that it? Is is that the joke? Yes, she said, lying in the couch and covering herself with a blanket. Thank you for answering. Weirdo, I answered, closing my eyes and going back to sleep. Next morning, things went as usual. I only remembered the strange conversation while I was alone in the bathroom brushing my teeth and wasn't even sure if it had truly happened or if it was just a weird dream. So we had our breakfast together and she was acting normal, reading something aloud from a fashion magazine. Frankly, I wasn't paying all that much attention, so I took the opportunity to ask her about last night. Initially, she didn't seem to know what I was talking about. Then her eyes fixated on me and the same smile from last night crossed her face. Briefly. And I knew it wasn't just a dream. She told me it wasn't anything of importance and stopped paying attention when I asked more inquisitively. And even though I shouldn't, I gave up. I had work and other matters to attend to and just brushed off the weird event thinking it wouldn't happen again. But then, the following night, I woke up to her voice. Not, not, not. What is it now? I said. Ellen, what are you doing? Knock, 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 she repeated. This time, she wasn't even touching me, just sitting in bed looking at me with the same smile, but her eyes seemed larger and she blinked in longer intervals. I looked at the clock. Once again, 3.27 a.m. Ellen, come on, what is it? I've got work in a few hours. Can't have the luxury of waking up in the middle of the night to answer knock-knock jokes. Knock, knock, knock. Alright, this is, this is getting creepy, you know? I'm not sure if this is some gag you've been doing, but I don't like it. Answer it. Knock, knock, knock. I sighed, but also let a small laugh escape. It was creepy, of course. But she was also my Ellen, so it didn't bother me as much as it should. Fine. Who the fuck is there? I answered in a playful tone. Not me. So don't answer the door. For some reason, I felt a chill run down my spine. It was the same answer as before, and I still didn't get what it meant. But the way she said it, with a strange, monotone voice, contrasted well with her smile, and the fact that I had no idea of what she meant by that. What does it mean? I asked. I Really, I don't get it. She just smiled 
and went back to sleep. I felt a throb in my heart, but did the same. Next day, we talked again about what was happening. She was very evasive with my questions, and I barely got her to say anything. It was almost as if she couldn't talk about it, which was very strange considering we talk about pretty much everything. I told her I needed to be well-rested for work, something she should understand well and wasn't liking her little gag every night. She just nodded, and I decided not to press it further, as I didn't want to hurt her feelings and had work to attend to. When I got back home, we had dinner, watched a movie, and went to bed. Knock, knock. I opened my eyes faster this time around. In fact, I barely got any sleep. I just knew she would do it again and kept thinking about it the whole time. Glanced at the clock. 3.27am. Knock, knock. I thought about ignoring her, just pretending I was asleep, and she wouldn't wake me up. So I closed my eyes slowly, hoping that she hadn't seen me open them in the first place and stayed quiet. Knock, knock. She continued. She didn't stop. I regulated my breathing, but she kept going. Knock, knock. I'm not answering your fucking joke, Ellen. Stop it. Knock, knock. I ignored, but she kept going. She'd never been this insistent with anything before. I tried to ignore it, but it was getting on my nerves, and frankly, I felt scared. Why was Ellen doing this? Why every night at the same exact time down to the minute? Why wouldn't she let me sleep until I answered her? Knock, knock. God damn it, Ellen. I was ready for a discussion, but when I finally glanced at her, it was as if the strength was just drained from me. She wasn't smiling. She wasn't blinking. Just staring right at me, fixated like an animal, and her mouth was moving slowly and didn't stop. Knock, knock! I didn't know how to react or what expression I had when I saw her, but my heart skipped a beat. It was terrifying. As if her gaze froze me in place. A thousand-yard stare. Knock, knock! Who's there? I asked. Feeling as if it was the only way out of this nightmare. Not me, so don't answer the door, she said weakly. Ellen slowly closed her eyes and lay down. I kept staring at her while she fell into what seemed to be a deep sleep. I got up and left. I walked downstairs and sat down at the couch in the living room, staring at the night sky outside and absorbing the quiet of the neighborhood. My heart was beating fast, and it didn't slow down. I was too scared to sleep in the same room as my girlfriend, all because of a fucking knock-knock joke. But it was unnatural. I thought about calling someone, I thought about it all being some kind of sleep-related issue, you know, like sleepwalking type thing, but it just didn't make any sense. I just felt so tired decided that early in the morning I would call an old friend who's a psychologist and get an opinion of a professional. Something was wrong with Ellen. I stayed in the couch as the day rose, and once Ellen woke up, she was acting normal again, even asked me why I wasn't in bed. I didn't answer. In fact, I didn't speak to her and simply left for work. She seemed really upset, but I wouldn't do anything about it. 
Once I got to work, I called my friend, told him everything that had happened in as much detail as I'm describing to you now. He didn't seem as worried as I figured, but we agreed to making an appointment for the next week. Now, I just needed to convince Ellen to come with me. I received plenty of text messages from her. She seemed very worried, sad, and even confused. She apologized a lot, and it broke my heart a little. I felt bad. I shouldn't have, but I answered her and made her promise it wouldn't happen again. I also told her about the appointment, and she seemed reluctant, but agreed to go with me. So, we made up. This was Ellen, after all. The girl I knew since I was six years old. The woman I loved that had taken care of me for years. And as much as that strange behavior creeped me out, she wasn't doing anything particularly frightening or even dangerous. So, for a brief while, I convinced myself I should give her another chance. When I returned home from work, we stayed together. She even prepared my favorite meal. Ellen was acting as gentle and caring as I always remembered, and I slept with her in our bedroom, even though I was still a bit reluctant. Knock. I couldn't believe it. She promised me she wouldn't. Knock. I gazed at the clock. 3.27am. Always. Knock. I was laying on my stomach and I couldn't see her face. In fact, I didn't even bother to look at her. I was feeling more sad than scared at that point. Sad that she had broken her word. Knock. Who's there? I answered, determined to just go back to sleep. Not me, so don't answer the door. I stayed quiet and closed my eyes. I just hoped I would be able to handle it until the appointment next week. To my surprise, I was actually able to sleep, probably because I hadn't been able to rest since last night. The following morning, I went back to not saying anything to Ellen, only very limited responses. I was expecting her to act the same as yesterday, trying to apologize. But she didn't. Mostly, she didn't say anything, almost as if she had accepted it. She also looked tired, or at least a bit weak. I went to work. I couldn't stop thinking about her. Didn't receive any messages either. Once I got back... We had the most silent dinner I have ever had in my life, and she barely ate anything. I decided to let her have the bedroom and sleep on the couch. I wasn't sure if it would stop her, but held on to the hope that she wouldn't go downstairs only to tell me the same knock-knock joke again. I covered myself with a blanket, shaked off that uneasy feeling and tried to sleep. I had a deep sleep without dreams felt like i was lost in darkness then i heard breathing i opened my eyes to see ellen standing above me looking at me with big fixated eyes and dilated pupils that didn't seem to belong in such a completely neutral expression watching me sleep i almost screamed in terror, jumped out of the couch, and her eyes followed me as I stumbled through the dark room, creating distance between us. For a moment, I was able to glance at the clock above the table. 3.27am. Ellen, what are you doing? 
I asked, desperate. But she didn't move. In fact, she didn't say anything. Just stared at me as if I was made of glass and she could see right through me. Then I heard a knock on the front door. Instinctively, I looked in that direction. It was followed by another knock and another, someone almost pounding the door. I glanced back at Ellen and she was still staring at me. Slowly, I got close to the door and she she didn't move. The pounding continued. Who's there? I screamed. It stopped. And then I heard a voice. John! John, can you hear me? Open the door, please! John, open the door! I froze in place. The voice kept calling me, but I couldn't believe it. It was Ellen's voice coming from the other side of the door. But it couldn't be. I beg you, John, open the door. It's serious. She's not me. I swear, she's not me. Slowly, I turned my head to look at Ellen, standing in front of the couch. She was looking at me, the same fixated eyes and terrible, wide grin across her face. The pounding continued. John! Come on! Open the door! Please! You have to trust me! I stay still, not knowing what to do. And I don't remember what happened after that. I just woke up in my bedroom. The digital clock indicates 4.21am. Ellen isn't by my side. I'm completely alone. I'm trembling uncontrollably. I don't remember what's going on. I don't remember what happened after I saw her terrible grin. I don't know if I opened the door. I tried to look for my phone, see if I could call the police or at least someone that I know. But I left it downstairs. All I have is Ellen's laptop. And it's where I'm writing this right now to get advice. Because I can't go downstairs. The corridor is dark, very very dark, almost as if the shadows were leaning into the room, and I can hear a faint scratching sound coming from below. What should I do? Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Do you enjoy science, spooky stories, and all things paranormal? We do too. While we would love for most paranormal stories to be true, we are here to tell you that they probably aren't. But that doesn't make them any less fun to speculate about. We are the Spooky Science Sisters podcast. In this podcast, we bring you bi-weekly discussions on possible scientific explanations behind the supernatural. Backed up by research articles and other credible sources, we do deep dives into things like archaeology and physics and share in-depth discussions with topic experts. Visit us at SpookySciencesisters.com to listen to a couple of skeptics debunk some of your favorite alien encounters, cryptid sightings, and ghost stories with science, sass, and a significant amount of laughter. Thank you and stay spooky.